Hi gang, thanks for downloading this classic episode of News Fighters. Just a reminder, if you're looking for new, original episodes of News Fighters, they're now over on the Irrational Fear podcast feed. So search for Irrational Fear on your podcasting app or go to irrationalfear.com for all new episodes of News Fighters. In the meantime, enjoy this classic News Fighters episode. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is News Fighters the news so you don't have to with Dylan Behan. Yes, Dylan Bain here. Welcome to News Fighters for today, August 8th, 2020. How's everyone doing out there? Look, where I am, the most exciting thing that's happened in my life recently is um, I've been washing my hands so much that the other day my mobile phone stopped recognizing my fingerprint. So much so that I had to reset my phone. Yes, my fingerprints have actually physically changed. So you know what that means. It's time to do some crimes. And of course, in Victoria, committing a crime means leaving your house. Look, what can we say? It's a depressing time in Australia right now. We're enduring this second wave, which is much larger than our first. Our national death toll just doubled after remaining stable for months. Melbourne is is in this stage four lockdown. Uh, New South Wales is facing um, outbreak clusters that's happening as many of us are being forced to go back to work in offices, and all the state borders are closing again, making interstate travel impossible and prolonging uh, the chance of anything getting back to normal um, anytime soon. Yeah, the news is getting so dark that a couple of weeks ago over at the Today Show, I saw host Carl Stefanovic and Alison Langdon try and land the clunkiest segue I've ever seen in my entire life. And Kermit the Frog's new flick, the megastar Muppet, (laughs) and his new movie, today, Monday, the 27th of July, 2020. Kermit? I wonder what it must be like working with a Muppet. Yeah, tough, I would have thought. (laughs) I have no idea. It's not easy being green. Let's get to the news. And Victoria's in a state of pain this morning after recording its deadliest day yet of the pandemic. Whoa, you could almost hear the brake screech when they were trying to attempt that segue there. Halfway through, they were like, I want to get off this train. There were no good options when you're segueing from the Muppets to the deadliest day of a global pandemic. I mean, what was Carl Stefanovic going to do? Yeah, it's not easy being green, and it's also not easy having the coronavirus. Isn't that right, Alison? Or was he going to try... Yeah, speaking of Disney-owned puppets that murder people, now on to the coronavirus. Ah, dear. Anyway, Stefanovic, uh, segues aside, it has been a very depressing uh, month. Uh, 
uh, in Australia, worse than the the first lockdown for our friends in Melbourne. Um, but here at News Fighters, we're going to lift everyone's spirit by delving into the national strategic stockpile of wacky clips with a classic wacky clip. Roll it. The World Health Organization says a vaccine for COVID-19 may never be found. No, stop, stop. The That's the wrong clip. As case uh, numbers continue. The Lamington one. Play the Lamington one. A New Zealand charity has successfully teamed up with a group of chefs breaking the Guinness World Record for the biggest lamington. It took 13,000 eggs. 13,000 eggs. Or as they call it in Queensland, half of Clive Palmer's usual breakfast order. Oh, no, I got caught out by the lazy satire buzzer for making a Clive Palmer is fat joke. Oh, put some money in the lazy satire jar. And yes, yeah, speaking of New Zealand, uh, Peter Dutton's just resumed uh, our uh, compulsory deportation of uh, New Zealand citizens who've been convicted of serious crimes here in Australia. 30 Kiwi criminals are tonight back in New Zealand, deported after their visas were cancelled by Home Affairs Minister Peter Dutton. New Zealanders guilty of crimes like kidnapping and child exploitation sent back across the ditch. We just don't want people of that very poor character in our countries. Yeah, there's a good idea for punishment. Let's deport these convicted criminals to the safest country in the world right now. That'll show them. Good job, Peter Dutton. Hey, if I uh, if I kidnap myself, is there any chance you can send me to New Zealand? I think I can pay someone to make that happen. Anyway, back to the vaccine. And on Friday, uh, Acting Chief Medical Officer Paul Kelly, not the journalist one or the singer-songwriter one or the AFL one, the chief medical one, you know. I always thought my my idea for a fantasy dinner party would be I'd just get like all the Paul Kellys over and just have them all, all over at once for dinner. Anyway, so yes, Acting Chief Medical Officer Paul Kelly had this to say about the vaccine uh, on Friday. So uh, silver bullets and crystal balls, I don't have either. Um, uh, so what's going to happen into the future will be the future. Yeah, given how much money our military gets, I'm really amazed we don't have any silver bullets. I think we should start building up a strategic stockpile of silver bullets. And is it just me or is the hunt for a vaccine really starting to sound like a bad Steven Spielberg sequel this summer. Get ready for Indiana Jones and the quest for the crystal balls and silver bullets. Meanwhile, the right wing of the Liberal Party are outraged at the ABC over this. Hello and welcome to 7.30, coming to you tonight from my house. Yes, 7.30 host Lee Sales has a house. I'm surprised. Uh, I thought she lived in the studio practising her incisive interruptions 24-7. Um, but I'll tell you what, now the uh, Liberal Party uh, conservatives have heard that ABC employees can afford houses. Uh, going to have to brace ourselves for another round of cutbacks. They're not going to be happy till all the ABC employees live in one hovel together. On to the big Victorian outbreak now, and one of the big changes since our last episode is masks are now compulsory in the state. Millions of Victorians will now be forced to wear masks or other face coverings and will be fined if they don't. Police and the Defence Force have also been busy enforcing the new rules, issuing 176 fines in 24 hours. 51 were fined for not wearing face masks. Yes, you can get handed a $200 fine for not wearing a face mask in Victoria. Sam Newman doesn't seem to have any problems, though. Everyone, everyone always thinks he's, he's wearing something there. Meanwhile, in Canada, if you're caught not wearing a mask, you get handed a free mask. It's now mandatory for public transit riders in Toronto to wear a mask. 
TTC workers stood ready to give away masks, but most here came prepared. But for those who don't, there won't be any fines. Yeah, it's almost like Australia is still a prison colony where the authorities just relish punishing people instead of helping them, isn't it? Meanwhile, New South Wales uh, could be not far behind Victoria in making uh, face masks compulsory on public transport. Gladys Berejiklian wants people to wear masks on public transport, in supermarkets and in venues like pubs and restaurants. Yes, even in pubs and restaurants. Uh, your waiter will be like, Monsieur, how is the Bordeaux this evening? All I detect is subtle hints of fabric. No, thankfully, it turns out they just meant the workers in pubs and restaurants um, should wear masks. Um, but the advice on public transport in New South Wales is shifting rapidly. Today, the health minister was firmer. Um, and uh, so if you're going on public transport, definitely wear it. But the government still won't make masks mandatory. So his advice is you definitely wear it, but he hasn't actually made a health order and we know why. We know why he hasn't made a health order, because the masks simply aren't there. New South Wales Labor opposition leader Jodie McKay there pointing out that here in New South Wales, we too will probably be handing out fines instead of masks because we just don't have enough in the stockpile. Um, she questioned the health minister, Brad Hazard, on this on Question Time, who of course had a balanced, nuanced and well thought out response. The question is, do we or don't we have enough face masks? You certainly need one. Yes, an arrogant and childish response from the New South Wales Health Minister there to a genuine and important public health inquiry. Uh, I guess we can look forward to more responses from him like this. So, Minister Hazard, should everyone get a vaccine? You need a vaccine for being a stupid face. Health Minister, what are you doing to lower the basic reproduction number in New South Wales? Uh, you should lower your big clown bum in front of a giant truck on a road, you dumb, dumb clown man. So this whole second wave has been massively fueled and helped by insecure workers going to work when they're sick or should be isolating, according to Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews. You simply can't go to work if you have symptoms. You can't go to work if you feel sick even mildly. This is the biggest driver. It's not the only issue, but it is the biggest driver of transmission. So finally, Scott Morrison stepped up and announced paid pandemic leave. Kind of. After weeks of delays and debate, late this afternoon, the Prime Minister buckled to pressure and announced a new pandemic leave disaster payment. For now, it's only for workers in Victoria. So what we'll be putting in place is for those who have no more sick leave, available to them, uh, that they will be eligible for a $1,500 payment for the fortnight. That payment will be modelled on exactly the same set of criteria uh, that the Victorian government has put in place. Yes, very good of the Prime Minister there to announce a program that only applies to Victoria and that's already been announced and implemented by the Victorian government. That'll stop those New South Wales outbreaks. What's he going to announce next? We're bidding for the 2000 Summer Olympic Games? Also, even if it was rolled out nationally, um, there's still no payment for those one to three days of work you miss while you're waiting for test results, which incentivizes exactly nobody who's a casual worker to go and get tested. Does this government expect that in the middle of a recession, casual workers are just going to give up three days paid work and piss off their boss if they've got a sniffle? H has Scott Morrison not heard our national anthem? Soldier on, soldier on. Yeah, you can't just change the lyrics of Soldier On with Codrill to do nothing for two days while you wait for test results. It's not catchy enough. And also, 
How arrogant does Scott Morrison sound here? So what we'll be putting in place is for those who have no more sick leave... To which every millennial replied... What is sick leave? I think my mum had it once. OMG, it's like a total boomer thing. (laughs) Yes, and the second wave out of Victoria has proven so deadly that it's led to the closing of all the state borders. New South Wales shuts the door. The Premier closes the border with Victoria. Queensland will now ban all visitors from New South Wales and the ACT. And for now, it's working. The, uh, the border closures are keeping infection numbers down in New South Wales, South Australia and Queensland. Um, so it's a really good thing we didn't listen to this guy back in June. Scott Morrison has delivered his strongest plea to the Premiers yet to reopen state borders. Open your borders by July. That is Scott Morrison's message to state leaders. And it is important um, that we get those uh, removed as, as soon as possible. So how did we get here? Well, it appears as though Australia did have the virus under control until it leaked out of hotel quarantine in Melbourne due to undertrained private security contractors. Many of these guards aren't actually employed by security companies, but are instead hired by subcontractors on a daily basis for cash payments. A number of whistleblowers have come forward saying profits were put ahead of public safety. They voiced concerns about a lack of training. We didn't get any training when I got there. We just had to put a mask on, put gloves on and that's it. Were you ever provided with any training on infection? No. control and no, no not at all not not at all oh what a surprise once again COVID-19's biggest ally and helper is purely profit-driven late-stage capitalism look at the beginning of the pandemic we were constantly being told to wash our hands but maybe we should have been washing our hands of exploitative capitalism am I right except for the smartphones made by slaves and the ten dollar Nirvana t-shirts at Kmart. We want to keep those. We want to keep those. To their credit, the Victorian government has finally overhauled hotel quarantine, instituting a thorough new training regiment uh, for the quarantine guards. In fact, we have the uh, training video right here. When greeting new arrivals from abroad, be sure to always wear personal protective equipment and avoid touching, kissing and licking the guests. Do not welcome new arrivals with hot stone massages or fondue parties. As a temporary precaution, the nightly staff versus guest jelly wrestling tournament will only be held on Sunday nights. And a reminder, please keep the licking of doorknobs to a minimum, because we're committed to keeping Victoria as safe as is compatible with us not doing anything that might remotely inconvenience our normal lives. Okay, that's News Fighters for today. Thanks to Josh Zepps from the Uncomfortable Conversations podcast for uh, voicing the training video there. Hey, I'm back to work in an office next week, so if you don't hear from me, I'm either dead or working on a TV show. Either way, expect a bit less uh, News Fighters for a little while, Um, but stay tuned. Uh, We should have some exciting news uh, for you uh, later in the year. In the meantime, uh, write us a review on iTunes, uh, follow us on Facebook or Twitter, or uh, hey... Buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash newsfighters. Uh, keep fighting, wash your hands, and uh, bye for now. This is News Fighters, where we fight the news so you don't have to. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.